We are now. Oh, wow. Okay. You weren't ready for that, were you? I am now. Great. Sophie Wayman. Yes. Hello. Well, hello. Welcome. Thank you. How are you feeling? Good. More nervous about this than I thought I would be. More, ne- more nervous about this or the exam you did this morning? That was a mock. So that's in the past now. I'm not worried about that. Okay. If you like, we can do this as a mock podcast. We can see how it goes and then we can do another one. It's a bit late now. You've pressed record. I have pressed record. It's all right. Let's go. So, Sophie, you you apparently are a coach here. I am a coach here, yes. I've not seen you coaching, so I, I'm, I'm going to go on the assumption that other people have. Yes. Okay. Well, I am first and foremost a student. So I've the only times that I coach regularly are Thursday, 6 and 7 a.m. Yeah, you're not going to see me. No, no. Lots of people don't. It's the same people in the six and the seven because I don't think anyone voluntarily trains at that time. You only train at that time if you absolutely have to. Um, So, yeah, that's my only regular shift. And then I just kind of cover shifts when they need it. So, which is nice because it works around uni and I coach at uni as well. So I can just balance that out a little bit more. So I'm still coaching like four times a week with a variety of the weightlifting at uni and the CrossFit here. So it still ticks all the boxes, which is nice. What is funny is it's rare to hear someone say, well, of course, I am a student and follow that up with why they are doing something very early in the morning. Because it's usually completely the opposite. Well, obviously, I am a student. So I didn't know that the hours between 6 a.m. and 11 a.m. actually existed. I I assumed life kicked off at 11. I know. I am the poorest excuse for a student ever. Like, I think I went out once in Freshers Week and I know I'm giving off the most boring vibe there. I was ill. Freshers flu, of course. Um... I'm just not, I just, I go to bed at like nine ten, and not because, I don't know, I'm just a tired bean. And I wake up early, like my body clock's just kind of there now. And the annoying thing is, is even if I go to bed late still, I will still wake up early. So I'm like, I just conk out. Yeah. Basically. I, I'm, I'm with you on this. Yeah. Uh, so this morning, I'm not, I didn't have to work today. And I knew that we had this at 12 and kind of actually the rest of the morning was completely my own because I knew Rochelle was going to take the kids to school. I, and I've had, you know, with FitFest last weekend. So that was a, you know, very little sleep before going up that day. And then for some reason, uh, not last night, the night before I got about two hours sleep before then doing a full day of work, getting in an hour and a half late, later than I should have was so tired last night. And then, I went, I like switched off any alarms I had. I was like, I do not need any of these to wake me up. What a treat. Five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'm awake. There you I was go. Like, there yeah. we go. <laughs> All right, well, what's the point? So, yeah. um, so I was up anyway. Yeah. I do understand that. But I, I don't think you're boring. I think that's, um, Thanks. <laughs> I think you're smart. I mean, I'd love to say it was a voluntary choice, but it's just, you know, if I, if I enjoyed it, I so would stay up and lie in and stuff but I just and I do enjoy lying in don't get me wrong when my alarm goes off at stupid o'clock I'm not thinking yeah let's get up and start the day I'm like oh my god let me go back to bed but you gotta do what you gotta do haven't you and it's nice to be when I finish coaching the 6 and 7 a.m it's literally 8 o'clock in the morning so it doesn't interfere with uni at all I go home I eat my breakfast and I go up to uni or if if I'm not at uni until a little bit later then I can train as soon as I finish albeit it takes me like half an hour to warm up um and then, yeah, it hasn't crossed any lectures or anything. So it's not like I've got anything to catch up on for the sake of working. So it just works better for, for my life, really. So Convenient. Very yeah. convenient. Wow. Yeah. So as, as people haven't, if, if people haven't met you. Yes. And you just happen to be in a class for some reason. Yes. Who knows why? 
body clocks tricked you. You're in yeah. the wrong class. <laughs> uh, how would people spot you? Uh, mm, small, small blonde. I don't know. Small That's probably blonde. about it. Yeah. At the moment, I have been. I'm committed to the the stone color CrossFit bath hat lately. Right. That has been. So it's normally stone hat, blonde hair, ridiculous amount of layers. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. If we're going just off aesthetic. I like ridiculous amount of layers. That's, yeah, uh... I'm. This morning I did a. Um, I finished coaching at eight, and I had my exam at quarter past nine. So I was like, right, I can split my session in half. So I did my emom. I had a thirty minute emom that I did. I was like, I'll fit, go eight till half eight. So I can get home in time to do my exam. Great. Um, but obviously, having just been coaching, my core body temperature just plummets. Um, and it was. I started with like my hat, my coach jacket my t-shirt my skin sports bra whatever and it was like every round of the eight rounds because i had four different movements it's 32 minutes but every round was like remove a layer and ems was literally like how many layers are you wearing <laughs> i was like well otherwise i'll just complain that i'm cold and i will i'm so grumpy if i'm too cold so i don't want to be that that muddy one in the corner of the room yeah i, I don't think it's a problem until you have to start writing it into your programming when you're starting yeah. to add like, oh, okay, you've got one minute, you've got to do X amount of this and, yeah. and that, plus here's an extra 30 seconds for you to take your jacket off. And yeah, then here's well, yeah. Every I round get, you've got. I am a sucker for a list. Everything really? in my life is listed out. So it wouldn't surprise me if I did end up writing that out, but thankfully it hasn't got hasn't got quite that far. I do have a problem for, um, I tend not to account for like time in between stuff. Right. So, for example, this morning, I would have thought, yeah, I can do my email from eight to half eight and then start my exam at half eight. It's like, actually, when, when are you planning on walking home? Yeah, yeah, there is travel um, time. Yeah, I don't tend to account for that. And my dad gives me a lot of crap for that because he says, not a lot of crap, he's, he's joking, obviously, but he's like, you, you have to account for time in between. You can't get everything done in the space of like an hour. Yeah. So... See, I'm I'm one of those that accounts for like all the time in between. Plus, I, I'm not as like, well, I know it takes theoretically, it takes me 15 minutes to drive from here to there. Yeah. What if there's traffic? What if there's a temporary traffic light? What if there's it? And I end up being like 10 minutes early. Apart wow. from walking down here today, Joey claiming that I'm always late. I don't That's know, all right. Know, that was like a minute. About. I can let yeah. you off for that one. Well, that was because I bumped into Sam Pullen on my way in. I hadn't seen him in a while. Aww. So, you know, I've got to say hello, haven't I? <laughs> I've got to keep everybody happy for the day that they get the message that in is, when are you coming on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. So I did respond to that pretty quickly. You did? You know? I'm very impressed. I thought I was very kind. I can't, what was it that you were doing? Oh, High Rocks, London. Ah, uh, yes, it? of so course. So I'd seen you do all your training for High Rocks London. You had all that coming up. So I was like, I'll wait. I appreciate that. And then I think it was, maybe you did it on the Saturday and I messaged you on the Sunday yeah, or on the Monday. That's I was like, fine. well, now that High Rocks is out of the way, when all are you coming turnover, on the podcast? Right? So yeah. we've hinted at High Rocks. Yes. You've mentioned coaching at uni. Yes. I guess we've got to start with, I mean, has fitness always been you know, in the blood? Is it from a very early age you, you've been a, into sport and, and fitness? And if so, how did that sort of manifest itself? Yeah, definitely. So I've always been, I started swimming when I was three, um, started competing really young. Um, but swimming was a really good lesson for me because I got good quite quick. So I first kind of like accidentally hit some counties when I was eight. Um, and I was like, oh, this is great. Clearly I'm really good at this became an arrogant, stubborn child. So when my coaches would give me advice, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, cool. I know what I'm doing. Um, 
And then I didn't learn. Everyone in the pool got better than me. So I looked like an idiot. Um, I then quit, quit swimming when I was 11 um, and went to rugby, um, having learned my lesson from swimming. So I was like all ears, ready to learn with rugby. Uh, watched it religiously. My dad played, so I did a lot of training. He like he bought a sled. We used to go out onto the pitch because I lived right next to the rugby pitch. So you I were used eleven, to go out did on the you sled. say? At this point, I was eleven when 11. I started. Yeah, eleven with a sled. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. There was no mucking around from dad. Um, so yeah, we used to go out and train. But I lo I loved it. It wasn't like a force thing at all. Um, so I played seven. I was in the back row through and through. Um, when I got to, I then got to county. So I played for Sussex. Um, and they tried me at center, absolutely hated it. I was a forward, definitely not a back. Um, did a season at 10, even worse. When your job as a seven is to annihilate the 10, I was like, I don't want to be a 10. Um, so came back to seven, finished off captaining Sussex under 18s. Um, and then lockdown hit. I, dad, oh, basically, I know, no, I know. You, you, it's you, you know what's, question, just what's thrown me here? What? Is... We, the jump we've gone between you being like what seven and swimming 11 and doing rugby these different progressions and then you've just thrown in lockdown yeah yeah and, okay and, and, i'm a child <laughs> yeah and i still think of myself as like very young yeah so basically i i left england when i was like 18 okay and then i came back and i was like 28 29 yeah and something in my brain had like broken in between that you just kind of locked, like you lock your age almost at like yeah, yeah, that I know sort of age mean. when I left. Um, and so I still kind of, I catch myself. I was I was working the other day and somebody, you know, wanted to me, oh, oh, the young lad that works with you. And I was like, and she said, oh, not that you're not young. And I was like, ha oh. ha and then, <laughs> and, and then I realized that, oh, actually this like young lad that works with me is closer in age to my son than yeah. he is to me like yeah. i was like oh okay it's a nice realization and, and, it, and it's fine it's fine i don't care I'm happy to be a master's athlete i love it yeah that's fine but it was i was not ready for the next line to be sorry and then lockdown hit and i was like lockdown what are you talking about that's that's I mean, the I thing that happened when we were all years, very old <laughs> if that helps i did just skip from 11 to 16 it um, doesn't help that no much. okay yeah um, yeah sorry about that um but yeah, I was playing loads of sports while I was at school. You, you kind of had like the group of girls that kind of just switched between the basketball, netball, football. Right. There was like the group that just kind of adapted to the sport, um, which was always fun. Um, I was shocking at football though. Don't really talk really? about that one. Um, and then, yeah, lockdown hit. I, dad said to me, the way that you're going to get really good for rugby now is to uh, really go for it with your CrossFit because my dad was always in CrossFit and I used to be the kid who was sat giving a book in the corner while he did his training. Um, right. So where so was this? When? Where? Oh, this was down on the South Coast. It's my my first CrossFit box, which closed now, unfortunately, again, because of COVID. CrossFit Lineside, a little shout out there. Right. Um, South Coast where? Littlehampton. Okay. okay. It's kind of like, I suppose, half an hour, 45 minutes out from Brighton. Right, okay. Going... Joan asked me directions. My geography is poor. Okay, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. All right, I'll 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 look this all up. So your dad w was doing CrossFit. My dad was big you. on CrossFit. Yes, yeah. So he was. Um, oh, do you know what? he's going to listen to this and he's going to be like, "Oh, you're talking about me. Give me credit." What's so, his name? 
His name is Oggs. Oggs. It's a weird one. Oggs. It's not his proper name, but he doesn't oh, is like it not his... his proper name? No, really? but his okay. proper name is just not his proper name. So it's just weird. Um, but yeah, he was, he started CrossFit. He got quite good. We're supposed to do, um, he was training towards some master's comps, but um, he is a pilot. And the guy he was training with was doing, they were basically trained together at home and he was excelling, the guy the guy I trained with excelled a lot and dad just couldn't really make it work when he was like on trips or jet lagged or something. So he now, he now just does it for fun really. Um, hence why we did high rocks together. That was really fun. Um, so you did high rocks with your dad? I did, yeah. Right. Yeah. I might have known that. I'm trying to think if... I can't I'm believe I'm talking, I knew but... I was going to end up talking about him. Get him on the podcast. <laughs> I'll drop him a text after this. <laughs> that's, that's, but that's great. I mean, that's you, you're not the first person that I've spoken to who's like parents do CrossFit or they've come sort of as a family. Yeah. But I mean, he must have started CrossFit a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I think he, do you know what? I couldn't. Because, and the reason I said that is generally it's like people that are a bit newer within CrossFit, like that are sort of like, oh yeah, my you know, my, my family does CrossFit and yeah. maybe they've not been doing it that long anyway. Yeah, But yes. considering like that we're already talking, I mean, how long have you been in CrossFit then? Uh, well, I first rocked up to a box when I was about 14, but I didn't, um, you know, I d it was a case of fitness is really good for you. You should do it. And I could not care less, which is so ironic because if you told me that a few years down the line, I'd be coaching and it would yeah. be a large proportion of my life, I would have laughed in your face. Did you not like sort of the... <laughs> So this the reason I'm, I'm I'm trapped on this bit now is yeah. because I feel like we're almost absolute polar opposites on this. Okay. Because you obviously loved all sports. Yes. You know you're playing every sport. Yeah. Loved all sports. That's like my brother. My brother was right. he was one of those that was like Wimbledon's on. Let's go and play tennis after we watch a few things. And then yeah. oh now it's football season. Let's go and kick a ball around. And like every you know, yeah, yeah every time it was whatever the sport of the kind of season was, he would watch it and then go yeah. and play it. Um, and I could not care i didn't want to watch it didn't want to play it wow did no and then when i sort of found crossfit all in on the sport of crossfit love yeah watching it don't really compete but love sort of you know knowing the sport knowing the athletes all of that yeah and it seems like you're like what they're doing that doesn't look fun like compared to you know i like yeah. sport rugby and then you know I mean, all, all of these things that's that's fun and what they're doing picking up a barbell that's yeah super yeah boring I mean, it's partly because I hadn't seen it as CrossFit the sport. I'd very right. much seen it as CrossFit the methodology. So I was like, you know, I was a kid. And I was like, why would I just go to the gym when I could go yeah, and play a game? What do I care about longevity? I'm yeah, in, I was I'm like, immortal. what? No, I'm fine. Um, so, yeah, I didn't. I just didn't really have much interest in it to begin with. Then I started training more in lockdown. And then when we came out the other side of lockdown and I could go and play rugby again, it was really weird because I, I'd i be stood at training thinking, why would I rather be at the CrossFit box right now? This is really weird. Um, I ended up quitting, um, how, which was... Yeah, oh, yeah, well, maybe you're about was, to say, because I was going to say, how did that go down? Uh, there was not many people very happy with me for that one, but at the end of the day, it was my decision. And the people who mattered the most, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I don't actually care what anyone thought because I didn't want to do it anymore and that was my call. But the people who mattered the most in terms of that, i.e. dad having trained hard with me for it a lot of the time and just and my mum as well, just family support. My cousins, he's really good at his rugby as well. We had a good one with that. 
um, everyone was a little bit gutted, but also very aware of the fact that it was my call. My coaches were less <laughs> impressed because um, they had quite high hopes. Um, never say never. Like I did go back and play. I went to a training session at uni this year as well um, to see if see if I missed it, but I didn't. Um, and I also, when I quit rugby, I went a bit piercing mad because I was like, oh my God, I can get piercings now. So right, okay. <laughs> I had to go. I looked like a buzzy pincushion when I took them all out to go back. So... Yeah, I don't think I'll go. I might try sevens in the summer, but yeah, yeah, that was the heartbreak of of that year. You've managed to really pack a lot in early in life, haven't you? I'm yeah, I'm a fidget. <laughs> but it also it it also sort of makes sense why you like CrossFit. Yeah, exactly. Because it is yeah. the epitome of just taking bits from everywhere yeah. and sort of yeah, and you don't get bored because you're getting like oh, I'll do a bit of this and then, oh, now I'm going to do... I yeah. mean, we were talking about weightlifting before. Yes. I know, shocking. We're not allowed to talk before the mics are on, but we did a little Sorry. bit. Um, <laughs> but you, you were sort of saying even with that, like... Yeah, snatch just clean, snatch, snatch clean, clean, snatch clean. Snatched. Yeah, yeah. That was... Um, it was... I don't regret going on that weightlifting phase. Like, having been in some weightlifting competitions as well and seeing that side of things was a really good experience. And to have got some medals as well, that was really good. And to then be able to coach it now I don't think I could coach it as well if I hadn't been in a comp, a comp myself because yeah. to lift with loud music and people cheering you, on, cheering you on is a very different environment to face to face with a ref in silence yeah um and you know the classic like you can't press out in a comp but it counts in CrossFit and all of that um that was good to kind of be just a bit more disciplined with it all there yeah um but yeah it just it just rekindled my love for crossfit to be honest because i was like i miss being upside down and jumping off of stuff and flying off of this and <laughs> flying off of this yeah, yeah. the gymnastic movement so, i've uh... fallen off of pretty much every piece of kit possible really yeah okay we'll go make a checklist later <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because um at fitfest i was just walking past and watching a bit of the weightlifting yeah and uh, somebody made a lift and it looked like it looked pretty good and then they didn't get it and I could hear sort of whispers at the back of the room. I was like, oh, it's because they pressed out. They like, yeah, yeah. And like, when I say they pressed out, not not at like a CrossFit level of a press out. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. Like it was, Minuscule. it was subtle, but but it's there. But it's mm. so it's so interesting, isn't it? Because yeah, it's yeah. like the counts in CrossFit sort of thing is. Yeah. It, it's harsh, but you know that's the nature of the sport, and it's it's good to have the discipline. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't slate it at all yeah. for that. Really. And it's better. And I mean, it's, it's better if you don't press out. Like, yeah, yeah, you're exactly. going to be able it's to more lift more sound. weight if yeah. you can do that. So, again, like being, I guess if you're held, well, it's a bit like um, I remember once speaking with Adrian Bosman uh, about the Open, and we were talking about stuff going on, like in the lead up to the Open, and he was sort of saying, well, why would you make your training easier than? what you're going to do in the open like you should be so if it's like a standard of like um for like the dumbbell snatch like both heads of the dumbbell touching the floor yeah and so many people it's just like one head and quite yeah. often in classes it would be programmed in you know boxes around the world where it's like yeah as long as one head of the dumbbell hits the floor you're good to go and he's like why why would you make the training easier then you know what you want to do is make the training harder yeah so then when you're in a competition it's easier yeah, kind of yeah, thing and of i course. think like yeah if you've been held to this super high standard and you can keep that when you're not not having to keep to that standard 
Yeah. Actually, it's going to be better for you because you're. Yeah, definitely. You know, you're you're already like a level above. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or maybe two to... or three levels above in your case because well, it seems that you excel at everything, which is, is uh, I can imagine people true. listening and getting quite frustrated That's, with all the. Promise, it's not the case. Yeah, definitely not the case. But I just, I just like uh, working hard and reaping the rewards of that. So, yeah. I mean, if I don't have something to work for, I feel like a bit of a lemon. Yeah. So it's nice to, I like having lots of different avenues to work with at the same time as well. Like I know, I know that doesn't really, if I just crossfitted, I know I'd be, I could be really good, but I don't want to just crossfit. I want to study hard at uni. I want to play my drums. I want to be a good family member, be a good friend, you know. All, all right, sort of well, you're throwing drums out there, so let's go down there. So you're mu- musically gifted as well, is, uh, am I uh, hearing? Well, I, my, well, I need to again, probably ask families... for, the, uh, for the true answer to that. <laughs> yeah, I've been drumming since I was seven. Um, it's the one thing that I've always made sure to not take seriously. Right. So, you know, I didn't do grades. I didn't do anything like that because I could see myself going more and more down this fitness path. And obviously you know, you do, you do need to do something you enjoy with a career, but at the end of the day, work is work and I don't want to resent everything that I love. So I made sure that drumming just stayed as I do it when I want to, because I want to not, I need to sit here and practice my rudiments and all that. It was just, I get on there, I play a song, it's great fun. And then when I'm bored of practicing, I leave it. So I do really miss my drum kit actually, because obviously I don't have it with me at uni. Um, so to go home for Christmas tomorrow, I'm so excited to get back with my kit. Yeah, you've got like a list um, of songs ready. I know you like I making do, lists. I do. So you... I do. <laughs> You're learning me quickly. I've got a Spotify playlist. Um, I did have to cram in a, a whole load extra to learn actually, which was pretty much the only time that I've ever had to drum quite seriously just before I came back for second year of uni because I stepped in for a gig with my dad. He's got a little dad rock band um this guy as well i mean I, I i'm know, understanding where I you're know. getting this from because he's also <laughs> my mum is unreal as well i'm just gonna check okay, that yeah, out let's, what's your mum's name my mum's name is carol now is that her real name that is actually okay. her real name yes. that one of your family members at least yeah. has a real name um let's quickly then carol what is she sporty as well uh she goes to a functional fitness gym right um it's not her absolute passion but she's still she's very committed with it she trains very hard um and sometimes when she tells me like some of the stuff she's achieved that day like she does genuinely blow me away um i'm not going to mention her name out here uh her name her age because yeah. obviously you don't because you already so carol so that. we know that yes too late. exactly yep um but i mean the stuff she can do for compared to the people around her not that you know i know comparison steve joy blah, 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 but you know, she's just, she's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I like that if you can acknowledge that you know the thing that you're not doing, then yeah. it's okay. Yeah. I know yeah, we shouldn't compare, but guess why I'm going to do it. Yeah, anyway. exactly. It's like when you say no offense, I'm about to offend yeah. you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't used that yet. No, that's fine. I'll wait for it. But um, okay, that's good. Yeah. I, ju- I just felt bad because I thought, you know, Oggs is getting all this PR and yeah. what about poor Carol? Yeah. Mum is, mum is just as amazing. She is fabulous and i'm so excited to give her a hug tomorrow you've mentioned cousins yes just got the one any siblings i've got an older sister lauren okay and what multitude of things is she accomplishing she is a very very good skier she's currently in alpes i believe she might be somewhere else i don't really know she's she just graduated um in the summer from exeter medical biomedical science so she's um when we were growing up, she was definitely the brainier 
right. one, um, which I naturally felt competitive with. I, that's actually part of the reason why I held on to rugby so hard as well, because I remember a very distinct holiday when we we were away and we met this other family and she was telling them about she was when she was going to go to uni and these people were amazed because she I mean she's incredibly smart um, and she completely deserves all the credit she got for for being that smart and for the uni she was going to and what she was doing but I remember sitting there thinking this is not fair <laughs> I was like I need some love here um, not that I was deprived I'm having to I'm really treading eggshells yeah. here on a podcast but. Um, I was like, right, rugby is going to be my jam then. If it's not academia, it will yeah. be rugby. Um, so then, yeah, that was kind of our fortes, I guess. Um, but yeah, now she's graduated. She works for a ski company that sets up ski trips for unis. Um, right. So she's still quite immersed in the uni life, which is nice because having finished uni, she kind of took a step back from the really serious science-y yeah. world for a couple of years. And then we'll go back into it. She does miss science. So, yeah, she's wow. a cool gal. Got the full gambit at home, huh? Like, it's, really? Yeah, I've got. I'm very, very lucky with my family. Wow! Uh, don't let them hear me say that. Sorry, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, let, we'll let it this bit out. We'll end up on the cutting floor. It will, it will start with I did swimming, rugby, and then yeah. we'll jump into like, oh, and now my future goals are. Yeah, we can well, leave God, all this, yeah, all this mushy stuff yeah. out. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Laura, yeah, she's very musical as well. My mum is not very musical. She likes music, but she doesn't play an instrument. Dad's guitar. Lauren was guitar. I was drums. So we had our own little family band. Family band cute. as well. Yeah. We didn't really, like we didn't, it, we didn't actually form a band, but we'd play songs together and uh, stuff, which was cool. You see, you say that I, I, I'm picturing a number of times when maybe either your dad or your sister or someone comes in and like, oh, it would be so lame, wouldn't it, if we, if we started like a family band, wouldn't it? That would be really... Yeah, that'd be so. Oh, we, we'd never, never do that, that would we? <laughs> and, and it's like you clearly want us to start a family band. Well, this is what you're saying. I mean, it would be cool. Um, well, you've got a conversation now for when you're going home. Yeah, Lauren's a very good singer as well. I am not. Um, hence why I just play the drums. I'm like, I will sit at the back and do my thing. You guys take the front. Okay. Um, yeah, she's good with that. We actually only started playing our instruments because have you ever seen School of Rock? Yes. So I actually fancied freddie the drummer right so i was like if i play the drums <laughs> this is my in um yeah there's there's some, <laughs> that lo didn't work. some logic there he was <laughs> i the, was seven the, the okay percussion. it was yeah. seven-year-old logic but you know i was going after a goal at least <laughs> interesting yeah. okay all right what would you name the band oh god um no um, no, I will cringe myself out if I even come up with anything here. Okay. It would have to be something to do with the surname, wouldn't it? Wayman something. Yeah. Right, well. If you have any, any ideas, uh, let anybody, me know. Yeah, shoot over a DM. <laughs> and we look forward to um, next up. You know when your band should perform? At well, the Open. Oh, when they do the When we? they do the Open here. Yeah. Live music one night. Wow, that'd be cool. That would be cool. There I go. mean, yeah. I'm not going to make any promises. Uh, you know, I've, got, I've got no power anyway. So. <laughs> Suggestion. I like that we, we make all these plans and then we come and Ollie and Emma just shoot it out straight I mean, away. as long as you can get excited about the plans, then that's the main thing, right? Yeah. So um, coaching Olympic lifting at, at uni? Yes. Part of uh, Team Chalk? Team Chalk, yes. How's that going? Yeah, really good. We had our first comp. Um, it was like a mock comp, so it wasn't registered with 
British weightlifting officially, but it was we followed all the competition standards. Um, that was on Sunday. And that was really good because we've had, you know, a lot of people 10 weeks ago at the start of the program couldn't tell you what a snatch was. Right. And then there they were on the platform going for their three attempts. Um, it was really, it was an amazing, amazing day. Um, really nice for me to see as well because I haven't had the responsibility of programming for a group like that as well. And I remember sitting sitting down over the summer writing the program for Team Chalk, um, which was also really difficult because I, I did send out a, li a little survey to see what people's weaknesses and stuff were because you program to adapt, right? Like you train to adapt. So I was like, if I don't know what people need to adapt to, then how can I write a program? Um, but then obviously everyone's got different strengths and weaknesses. So I was like, this this is difficult. Yeah. Um, so it was a good ex first experience for me to write a program and then to see it in action with these people who were so coachable. Um, yeah, it's a great team. It's a really good vibe. And yeah, I feel very lucky to to be the coach. So yeah. Well done. Thank you. So when is the, the first, have you got like a comp in mind that you guys are heading to? Yes. So that was our mock comp on Sunday. And now we're working to our first official British weightlifting, British weightlifting one at the end of Feb. End of Feb. Where, so, where will that be? That'll be at the uni. So that'll be at the uni. So yeah. End of Feb. Yeah. So we need to, it's for Bucks qualifiers and stuff. Yeah. And then we've got Varsity, Bucks. It's all coming up What's this semester. Oh, so sad. I've got to, over the Christmas break, got to write the next block. So how are you? How do you balance that then with your own training? So you, you obviously you're coaching there, you're coaching here, but you've also talked about like kind of cutting your training into two today and yes. doing this and that. Um, it's it's busy, but that's good. Like I said earlier, I'm a bit of a fidget, so I don't really like not having something to do. Um, I am known for over overloading myself a little bit sometimes, um, but I think you know I've made it work with that particularly. Um, I just have to be organized, hence why I love lists, do love because lists. I need to see what I've got done. And I do make sure yeah. I've got time to chill as well, because naturally, if you don't relax, you won't get anything done. Um, that took me a while to realize as well. Um, and for a while, we uh, I had we had a bit of a joke about it being regimented relaxation. Right. Yeah. So like, for example, my A-levels, I'd study really, really hard, but I made sure that I never studied past 8 p.m. Oh, really? Because my brain would just be going, going, going when I tried to go to bed. Um, so it'd be like 8 p.m. switch off, but then it'd be like, right, now you sit and relax. <laughs> so it wasn't really relaxation because yeah. it was like, this is when I chill. So it was kind of very, yeah, regimented, like I say. Um, so I've definitely got better at striking the balance between working and chilling. Um, See, I also, I find it really hard to switch off. Yeah. Um, and, and that makes like relaxing really hard because, yeah. you know, if we're watching a movie that whole time, like I'm enjoying this, but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about my list and all the things exactly. that I still need to do. And that is one of the, for me, one of the biggest things about coming into a CrossFit class is it feels like it's the only time in in the whole day when I am not thinking about something else. Definitely. Because yeah. you are just thinking about the next rep or exactly. the next five or the fact that, you know, I, I don't know what, I'd love to know what goes on in the mind of everyone else when they're doing workouts. But, yeah. you know, it's like, it'll be like five rounds. And then when I'm on like the third round, I'm thinking, right, I'm over halfway. So yeah. I've just got to do, and I'm always thinking of like, what was the worst movement? And I'll be like, okay, it was this thing. I was like, well, I've only got to do that one two more times. And, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I can do that. And then I, when I'm doing it the like second to last time, I'm like, well, this is the second last time. It's almost over, isn't it? Yeah. And then on the last, but it does mean during that whole process, that is it. You're just thinking about that. Definitely. Whereas, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit like you. I mean, that, 
that other night when I only got about three hours sleep was yeah. because at night, for some reason, my brain was just like, right, do you know that like all the things you've got going on over the next six months? Yes. Let's think about every single one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, literally telling myself, like, well, this isn't happening until February. Like, this doesn't matter. Yeah. I was like, uh huh, okay. But what about the thing going on tomorrow? So I was like, oh. yeah. Just broke me. Yeah, it's really tough. So I do, it? I do get that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'd love the idea of saying like a stop at eight o'clock stuff, but it's just yeah, yeah. It's kind of just, it's uh, a nice idea, isn't it? But I've got, that's exactly why I love CrossFit as well because I. Running, I do enjoy a run every now and then, but it's too easy to let my w mind wander back to thinking about all the stuff I've got to do. Whereas if it's like an EMOM for the same period and same, you know, training the same energy system, same amount of time, everything like that. I know it is slightly different in terms of specifics if you're training yeah. for a race and all of that, but I will be thinking about it's the end of this minute. Now I'm on this kit. Now I'm on this kit, etc., yeah. etc. Instead of You've, you've got when to be I get more back, present. To, yeah, exactly. So I do run when, you know, I do run, particularly when I was training for high rocks, I was running a lot. Um, and bath half as well. But... I oh, just dropped my... that one in there as well. Yeah, oh, well, we're on, a, half, we're on a podcast. You've got to do this sort of thing, right? Yeah, well, my list isn't that long of things I can just drop in of... Well... <laughs> rocks, bath half, uh, anything. What have you got coming up then? So you, you obviously you've, you've, we've talked about comps that you've got for the for your team yes but what about you like any because like, you said you need things that you're training for you're training towards yes so obviously high rocks was a big one yes um that was kind of the the latest obviously yeah. that was feb no that was november in feb is sid yeah and um so i'm team roman baths for sid and then i've also got turf games who's on your team um so team captains are si and rosie right and then there's Andrew, Harriet, um, Bex, Will. It's quite a few of us. I yeah. was quite a new addition, yeah. so haven't done much team training yet. Did, did they know about your swimming background? Um, no, but I don't think there's any point bringing that up when you've got Rebecca and Will on there, who well, are unreal swimmers. That's true. I hear. But I think you always need. Uh, have you have you ever have you been to Sid Origins before? To where? To Sid Origins to like. Oh, I volunteered last year. You were there last year. Because last yeah. year was my first year at Bath Uni. Did, so... did you see any of the swimming? No. It's fantastic. Is it? It's great because, as you said, you'll have people that are amazing. Yeah. And they jump in and they're just down yeah, to it. Yeah, and then you've got people that it's like, we needed this many people on the team for swimming. Yeah. So I'm here. Don't expect yeah. me to do anything. And, it, and then you've got like the lifeguard from the uni there watching being like <laughs> what is going on <laughs> why are they making such a big deal of this this yeah. is so easy what's the problem and you're like oh actually give yeah. that guy a barbell give that man a barbell yeah. and you see what he can do don't, don't put him in the water that's not fair no i don't think there's much point in me roving about my swimming i quit when i was 11 so that's nine years ago yeah but you're so naturally so. gifted mm. too much too much and that was the problem average at everything <laughs> uh, a true crossfitter yeah. yeah exactly that's why i'm here <laughs> so Origins coming up. Bring yes, it. so February I've got Origins and Turf Games. Is that also um, in February? Pardon? Is that also in February then? Turf yeah, games? which I only realised the other weekend. I was like, that is going to be a, February gonna be a hefty is, month. Is, yeah, February's yeah. looking busy. I've... Um, I have got more going on. I can't... Oh, yeah, High Rocks again in May. You're going back for more. Uh, yeah, God knows why, because it was so painful. Is that uh, Pairs again? Or are you it going is as... Pairs again. I did want to do my own version, um, because I looked at the... 
the top scores and I thought, you know, it's not, they're unbelievable scores, but yeah, I was like, go, I yeah. would love to chase that. Yeah. Um, but there's a, I'm really close with a lot of the members in my gym back home as well. Can I shout them out? Yes. X Lab, X Lab CrossFit Worthing, my home. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really close. Imagine if I said no. <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. How dare you? I don't know. You know, I don't know the policies and all that. But um, yeah, so I'm doing it with a, a, one of the members back there as well, which would be really good. Uh, okay. um, obviously, it was very special to do it with dad. Yeah. Um, but but I, I understand what you say. He was holding you back. You need to go faster. Well, 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 no. He kept saying that the whole time as well. But I'm not going to lie. He basically took that sled for me. Really? My shoe came off on the sled push. So I was like, right, dad, it's on you. And he didn't say to you, I got you a sled when you were 11 you yeah. should be absolutely amazing at this. <laughs> yeah not an 153 kilo one but yeah it's fine we shared out the work he did more sled i did more burpee broad jumps that sort of thing That's so better. yeah it was good so you've got another high rocks coming up have yeah. you tried affix are you gonna try no that? i haven't actually uh i'm not sure do you know the one thing that really puts me off is the the one is it one rep max and ten rep max squat? yeah i don't have a squat well what you should do is wait and see if it changes in the new year because from what i understood is that whereas high rocks is like fixed for life yeah affex is sort of fixed for a year oh okay and then each year it will change and i don't know whether that's just the metcon the just the metcon portion that changes yeah or if they change all three bits yeah and then it's like this is the model for 2024 and then they run with that so maybe 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 or maybe if they put in an olympic lift and they were like Oh, you have that, to do, do a snatch. What? Give me a like, split jerk and I'll be jerk. I'll be laughing. It's my absolute favourite. There we go. We'll but, send that across. We'll type yeah. it up, send it over to yeah. our folks and see, uh, <laughs> see what they do. Just put that out there. Um, yeah, so it'll be a big year. Feb is, where did I go? Sid, Turf, March, oh, and the Open. Oh my God, and say, the Open. Um, well, the, well, the Open is only very, 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 very technically starting in February. Well, yeah. Because it kicks off February 29th. We'll we literally had to we'll add a March. day to the calendar yeah. to let it be. And that's the Thursday, which we never do the Thursday anyway. Yeah. Oh, true. So yeah. it's March 1st is Friday. All so right. We'll call it March, March then. Open, the open March. Quarterfinals, because um, I assume you'll be in the top 25%. Ooh, that's a big ask. We'll see. I didn't do it last year because I had a back injury. But... but last year it was just the top 10%. And this yeah, year it's the so top twenty five percent. Yeah, that is so that's There's a good chance that you could get in. If you qualified, would you do it? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you not? Nothing to lose. A bit of cash. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, no, I'd definitely do it if I qualified. That's kind of why you do it, right? Can you imagine qualifying, having trained for it and then going, nah. Yeah, I can. But really? Yeah, I think if I qualified for it, I would uh, probably write to CrossFit and I say, I think you'd you made a I think you made a mistake with the open no, this year. No, what's with the self depreciation? There's, there's, no there's no way I should. Have, I don't know. Well, it's in, it is interesting because with this change from ten to twenty five percent, a lot yeah. of people were like, "Oh, it's a cash grab," or oh, this or that. And I was saying, "Well, if people want to pay for it, they're going to yeah, pay for yeah, it." But exactly. at the same time, no one is forced to. And I think, I think for me, like the open is all about the kind of doing it all together and the big kind of supporting it's the community vibe, of the thing. Yeah. And the quarterfinals to me, that's sort of almost the beginning of right now there's this separation between yeah. those of us that are just doing crossfit for fun and yeah to be part of it and those are a little bit more serious and you know yeah quarterfinals are a little bit more serious semifinals extremely serious yeah of course and, and obviously um so it's fascinating to see the growth with the open as well i actually made a um i just had a piece of coursework that i was able to do on crossfit i had to pick an injury 
in any sport. So I picked Rabdo in CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Great to research. Obviously made me paranoid when I then got all the weightlifters the other day to do the 12 days Christmas workout. I was like, these guys aren't accustomed to this volume. Don't want to give anyone Rabdo. Haven't just done a bunch of research on it. Um, obviously everyone was fine. I made sure everyone scaled appropriately and that sort of thing. Um, why was I talking about Rabdo? Because you did it as part of your coursework. Why is I talking about my coursework? So what's interesting, what people don't know, is that we paused for a bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I had a coughing back. fit. Yeah, this December coughs. Yeah, yeah. And there's no way of checking the tape, so we'll never know. No, so uh, it'll be oh, interesting well. when we we'll listen back in the listen, future. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I was, had something really interesting to say yeah. about that. Anyway, well, that's oh, fine. I remember. It's because in my coursework, I did a graph on the participation in the Open for the past X amount of years. It's coming again. I'm going to cough again. Um and I'm going to remember the open this time. Yeah. So open participation. I've remembered what we were yes, talking about before yes, we impressed. paused. Uh, yeah, because it obviously had a big dip. But yeah, then... and that's interesting to see on the graph that I made in, in 2020, obviously, with it being COVID, no one wanted to do equipment free. So that's interesting to see. But it's, it's been the climb since then. It's still less than the 2019 peak before yeah. that, but it's still climbing, yes. which is good. But Well, yeah. and, I, and I think... Um, I think the problem is what you need to do. Uh, the problem is this. Most of the media around CrossFit is based in America. Yes. And in America, the growth is kind of stagnant to a degree. Yeah. Like still, I think in some places it's still growing and other places it did, but you know, but it's, it is sort of what it is. And when you pull back and look globally, you see in other parts of the world exploding and really growing. Um, but again, because the media is all there, yeah. Like, like, and I don't mean CrossFit's media, but sort of external media yeah, around yeah, CrossFit. Course, yeah. They're a little like, oh, you know, CrossFit's kind of plateaued, it's dying and stuff. But I was speaking with um, Enrico Zanoni yeah, uh, yeah. at FitFest. I was saying to him, like, you know, now there's you, there's um, Elisa Fuliano. You got two, you know, games level Italians. This is really important because when I used to live in Italy, like everybody in, in Italy, Italy, yeah, oh, for 10, 10 years. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, when I lived there, they loved MotoGP. Everyone oh, yeah. was obsessed with MotoGP. Valentino Rossi. Valentino Rossi is so good. Anything they're good at, they suddenly love. Get them some athletes that are doing CrossFit. Now they all have CrossFit. <coughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so I think... I, I see it growing, yeah, like everywhere else. Yeah. And I think that, and that will reflect in the worldwide open participation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think uh, the shame of the, the media side of things as well is part of the reason why CrossFit gets a lot of the stigma that it does is because what's highlighted in the media is the competitions and the go, 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 get it from A to B sort of situation. What's not highlighted is the classes and the methodology. People see CrossFit the sport, not CrossFit yeah. the methodology. So they give it crap for being maybe not, you know, CrossFit is functional fitness, right? They're like, well, what's functional about this? It's like, that's a competition in the same way as in any sport. Yeah. It's not at its absolute most technically sound when you're competing. So I wish more people could see how beneficial day-to-day -day CrossFit methodology was versus, you know, the one-off comp you have yeah. every X amount of months. And I think so. the problem is that you do, it's one of those kind of like, how do you fix this problem? Because it is interesting like you know there's a lot of areas within crossfit that we talk about that 
just just people don't respond to yeah and so then it becomes well why am i putting in the effort to create this content yeah that people don't watch and then if i make a short video on a games athlete it explodes yeah and it's like course, well yeah. then i'm gonna do that and then what happens is they shift to just doing that yeah that's so and, true and you're absolutely right that then you know people only see yeah that and they don't see like the incredible things going on in yeah there, which is why i think like the open's a great opportunity to Definitely. kind of merge the two and that's why yeah. you know th this year my plan is i'm going to three different open like three weeks of the, the open? open i do i do the open every year yeah so I'll, I'll be doing it myself but what i would like to do is obviously one will be here yeah in crossfit bath because of course so i don't know if it'll be first week or last week after c then i'm going to glasgow for one of them and then I'm just trying to find one other box. I've had a few suggestions, but the idea being go and find out why are people doing the open? Like, you yeah. know, who are you? What are you doing? Yeah. And, and, it, and it won't be because I want to go to the games. It's going to be. Exactly. Yeah. You know, what, like, is this, it was my first open. It's my 15th open, like whatever it may be. Yeah. And why do you do it? And just to try and highlight that, like. Yeah. General. And, and I mean, that's the nice thing about this one as well. Like speaking of all the different members and it's so funny getting people on and saying like do you want to come on the podcast oh i don't feel i've got anything to say i'm not very interesting and it's like yes that's why you're interesting it's because you don't think you're interesting yeah yeah but humble that's what makes you interesting to everyone else is because you know like, oh i'm just i'm just a mom i'm just this and that like, yeah brilliant that's yeah that's yeah. what people need to hear yeah yeah because relatable the other members are thinking oh i don't know if i can you know push that hard because yeah. you know, i'm not i'm not an ex-athlete yeah matter. so yeah, yeah there we go yeah. But then you get some people on that just seem to be exceptional at all the sports That's they ever look true. at. And That's uh... all the social media. You know, I'm speaking very aware of the fact that I'm on a podcast, so I'm not going to talk about, you know, the well, biomechanics. Well, you did, kindly, wrong, you did but... kindly mention that, you know, you don't have a squat. I do not have a squat. I am all upper body, no lower body, and I will hold my hands up and say that. Do you know your numbers? Do you know your... Uh... We don't talk about my squat. Ever. Nope. Do we get a uh, can nope. we get, get a general nope. kind of range? Nope. No. We're gonna move on. Can I hit off pod? Uh, do you know what? If I actually tested my one rep max anytime soon, I'd actually physically. We've got a fully functional gym behind us. <laughs> no, I have got gymnastics after this. Oh, have you? Gymnastics oh, you stuff. wouldn't want to mix so... those two. No, no, exactly. Because in CrossFit, we'd never risk missing weightlifting no. and gymnastics, would we? <laughs> that, that, that would be happens. insane. <laughs> All right. Well, I know you've got to train. I know you've had a busy day, and we already pushed this back an hour from oh, when we were into recording. Yeah, so. thank you. And also, you've almost died three times. I did, I, yeah. I'm, I don't know I'm what happened there. You know. It's all right. It's Christmas. It's the end of the term. Time to chill. Yeah. This will probably come out in the new year, and people will be going, why well, she mentioned that a lot? <laughs> She's, talking, she's keeping... really thinking about 2024. <laughs> oh, yeah, but January, February is so sad, aren't they? So just think about, just pretend it's still Christmas. The thing that I find with January, and, and more so February probably than January, and, you know, we've talked about me feeling old, <laughs> and, and, I, and I don't know why. I cannot believe that despite the many years I've spent on the planet, this gets me every single year, is that, like, December is horrible, cold, wet, miserable but Christmas and then we tick over to the new year and my brain goes haha new year it's going to be warm and that like, like things oh, are going to get really? better and of course January is horrible and then February is even worse and I'm like oh yeah it's I've constantly tricked into thinking that like the end of the year means the end of winter yeah no see once again we're very different with that I will see through any kind of rainy day in December and I think yeah but it's fine because it's Christmas so I absolutely love Christmas. I'm such a child with that. 
um, and I always will do. Um, and it gets to January and I'm like, now all we're left with are the bad parts of winter, the rain and the cold. And unless you're going skiing or something I was about fabulous, to say, apart from your sister who's going well, ski yeah, season. I'm not going skiing. No. So I'm just left with January exams, first one on the 9th, can't wait, um, and cold. So, yeah, not much to rave about with that one. With but Jan. hey, February is a packed month for full February of... it is, yes. At least we've got other fun stuff to focus on in Feb. Yeah. But... I mean, and I should know February is cold because I remember event one of uh, Strength in Depth like two years ago where they had to run like through the the tr- like, like track, not the track, but like the kind of course that they'd got going in through the yeah. trees and all of that with the worm and it was You have to run snowing. with the worm. I had my first worm experience last night. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, they were, yeah, I oh, think they were gosh. pretty big. I've got some pictures. They were, I think they were, I'm trying to think if it was like a four-person worm maybe, something like that. Because they did a sandbag one the other time. Mm. But this, I think, was a bigger worm. But it, and it started snowing. Perfect. And I was, I mean? remember like walking around with a bag full of the hats and I was just handing them out to the volunteers that were like Aww. stood pointing where people were supposed to run. Oh, and it was just like, miserable. this is Think of that you just want to be running, wouldn't you? And then I'd finished that and I was like, oh, I could absolutely go inside now and be warm. And then all the bath teams came out to do theirs and I was like, well, now I have to stay oh, out. I have to yeah, stay out and cheer them on. the team. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Brutal, brutal. Well, Sophie. Yes. It's been lovely to finally meet you. Yeah. And it's interesting though that we probably never would because I'm never going to be here at six o'clock in the morning. Well, I have covered the odd Tuesday evening, so you never know. Yeah. Never know. I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest. I've been terrible at getting into training recently. This is Busy, this is though. this is the nightmare of sort of this time of year yeah. and just yeah. really busy. Work has been hectic Crazy. because everybody needs everything done. Well, you're committed. That's good. <laughs> should be committed maybe oh, okay well thank you very much thank you it's lovely chatting and of course massive shout out to Oggs yes and Carol and Carol <laughs> um, and, and Lauren I, and Lauren yes yeah. and, and your cousin why not well, yeah. you mentioned you got more and cousins <laughs> throw them all out there wonderful well thank you for coming on thank you all the best with all the upcoming competitions thank you and so much. exams yeah and mm. um, yeah and I know you weren't happy about your mock one but hey that's a mock. That's what they're for, right? Exactly. <laughs> and now we've finished the mock podcast. I will press record and we can start <laughs> the real podcast. <laughs>